Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris, and today on the Rock Metal Podcast, we have Bark, and they have a new album called Written in Stone, which was released just at the tail end of 2020 via Sound of the Hound Records. Right now, I'm being joined by Martin to share some more information about this stellar release and a few of the tracks, a few of the music videos that we have access to. So, Martin, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, John. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Great to have you on. How is... I was you're in Belgium, yeah? Yeah, we're in Antwerp. Uh, the band is based in Antwerp, Belgium. Uh, yeah, uh, now we have a pretty spring day. I don't know, for a change. You know, it's always gray and rainy. <laughs> but today we have a springy day, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Sweet. So take us through this record, Written in Stone. Was there... A goal in writing the record? Well, uh, that's a funny question because we were coming from some uh, lineup change, you know, and uh, the band was in a kind of crazy period. So I took it like it would be the last album for the band. You know, I, mm-hmm. I thought, okay, you know, uh, I, let's release one more album and see what happens and that's it. But while we were making it, um, you know, the whole energy of the band was uh, renewed and uh, it was great. So, but, but the whole concept of written in stone and to have a tomb on the cover artwork was a little bit like, you know, uh, like put the band underground and that's it, you know? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, now, uh, you know, as we were uh, going on with the, the, composing the album and stuff we felt it was a really good album the energy was completely renewed with the tone the new guitarist that entered so we said okay this is good let's keep it going (laughs) yeah okay so take us through these lineup changes you mentioned something about uh the tone from the guitar player so tell us about that well um our previous guitarist uh, Rui I also played the guitar um yeah he he just you know left the band it was in good terms everything is okay between us but it was not working anymore and he was you know a founding member with me and the drummer so yeah it was not cool you know these kind of things yeah uh, they are never really cool so the, the the energy of the band was a little bit down you know um, but then Tone, we, we knew him for a long time. Uh, he joined us. He, he had replaced me many times playing the guitar uh, with Bark. So he knew the songs. You know, it was a very natural step to, to go further. And uh, yeah, it was great. You know, we, we started to write a lot together. Um, so, you know, the whole energy came back. That was really good. And that was the problem before that we were not writing, you know, um, you know, when the band is stuck, it feels stuck. Uh, so yeah, it, w- it was good that we, um, that we could move on, you know? Yeah. So did tune did do a bunch of the writing on the record as well? Yeah, we did most of the record together. Okay. Very cool. Is that the only, yeah. is that the only change or was, is Jorn new as well? No, no. Jorn is, um, is the brother of our drummer, Ward. And yeah, he's also a founding member, let's say, you know, uh, 
we started with the three of us, with the previous guitarist, me and the drummer. Uh, and then like two weeks later, everybody else joined. So yeah. it's kind of, we're all founding members. <laughs> Very cool. Now, uh, going back to, to June joining up, um, did that change how the uh, writing went? Like, does he, he play that much differently? Well, he he's a really good solo guitarist, you know. Uh, and before barking the first two albums, we didn't have a lot of solos, you know. It was more like a, a groove vibe thing. Um, but with this one, I wanted to go a little bit more heavy metal, you know, in certain parts. So yeah, I started to write things, having in mind that Tom would bring great solos, and we did a bunch of uh, you know harmonized twin guitars and stuff like that, that before we didn't do. So that was cool. <laughs> it changed. It, it changed. But it was, you know, a, a little bit the idea was to change with this album a little bit the style, you know, broaden it up a little bit more, uh, add, add the heavy metal uh, vibe to it. So, um, yeah, it changed. It changed a little bit, but it was just, you know, things that were starting to, to go in a certain direction. And, and when you have a lineup change, you know, it's kind of a revolution thing and you go, okay, let's go all the way. Yeah, absolutely. Now you mentioned that the, mm -hmm. the energy recording the album and writing the album was great. Um, this was released at the end of 2020. Did you guys do all of this during like the pandemic? Uh, we started uh, a little bit before the pandemic. We started writing, really writing uh, in November, end of November of uh, 2019. Mm -hmm. um, on December, we recorded. We have a, our own studio. So, you know, composing and recording is kind of the same for us. Okay. Uh, then we take the songs and we, you know, move parts around and stuff like that until we are happy with it. So production, arranging, composing, recording, it's all part of the same process. Um, we finished the vocals on January, uh, 10th of January, I think we finished the album. Uh, then I, I'm, I'm a sound engineer and uh, I work with bands. I, I went a couple of tours and stuff like that. And then, you know, the pandemic strikes and everything stopped. <laughs> so... Um, I had to mix the album and uh, that I did between March and April. So in April we, we had it ready and then it was just, you know, waiting what to do because in the beginning it was like, yeah, we're going to close for one month. Then uh, it's another month, then another month. And, uh, and we didn't know what to do, you know, uh, if to release it in 2020 or wait a little bit more, but we decided just to do it, you know, in 2020, because it, it was an album from that year and we wanted to keep it that way. Mm -hmm. So you did the mixing? Yeah. Okay. I, I'm a record producer as well. Okay. So then were you mixing as you were recording or do you, do you wear different hats? Like how did you set up how you wanted to have the record sound? Because it has a great sound, especially the bass. I dig the bass sound. Thank you. Um, well, you know, it's, it's my job, you know, <laughs> I, I, I make records and I do live sound and stuff like that. So I know what I want to hear, let's say, and, and Bark is a band that has a kind of very defined sound. 
So it was not really hard to to go for it uh, and mix it, you know, because already the guitar sound was there. I didn't have to tweak a lot, you know. I, I was happier with the with the sounds when I was getting them. And then it was just a matter of leveling, uh, you know, the, the solos were already printed, you know, played with the effects. Uh, the guitar sound, okay, I like this, I record with this, and then practically we, we didn't do anything to it. Uh, the drums, you polish them a little bit, you know, stuff like that. Um, but no, it, it was not tough. The bass, our bass player, he... He really likes dirty sounding bass. So we chose the bass sound together. And then, you know, when we were finishing, it sounded pretty much like, like uh, the record actually ended up sounding, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, there's a few uh, singles that came out. We've got To the Grave yeah. and Mass Lobotomy. Yeah. And uh, also as well, I have I'm a Wreck. Yes. I'm a Wreck was the first one with the lyric video of that one. Um, then mass lobotomy came and now to the grave, we are planning to release it, uh, mid March or something like that. We just finished yesterday, the editing, um, the, the director came and showed us the, the last take. Uh, so we're pretty happy with it. And now, you know, it's just a matter of 10 days or something like that. It goes, uh, online. Okay. Cool. Yeah, when this this episode will air in April, so we'll definitely have that posted in the show notes. The all right, yeah, music video. Cool. Good. Now, the funny thing is, uh, because I'm watching these things in 2021, I'm thinking, you know, I'm a wreck and mass lobotomy. I'm thinking this has to do with the pandemic, but evidently it doesn't. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Uh... The mass lobotomy actually, yeah, it's relevant. And, you know, it's the things that happen in the world, you know. Um, mass lobotomy to- talks about fake news, you know, how easy it is to fake realities because before you you wanted to see, to believe, you know. Yeah. And, and nowadays you see and you shouldn't believe, you know, this kind of stuff. You have face swaps and uh, you have the, the green key in the video that uh, it shows like, it's a professional uh, news uh, channel, and uh, it's actually us in a garage, you know, with a green key there, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the guy, you know, in a suit and stuff like that, and it looks like a, like it's something serious. So the idea was to to show a little bit how easy it is to 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 deceive people, you know. Um, and I'm a wreck. It's a little bit, you know, more a rock and roll song that talks about going to a show and yeah living the rock and roll way, let's say. Mm-hmm. Boom. And then to the grave, is this all about written in stone? We're going to send everything to the grave? Well, to the grave, uh, <laughs> actually, it's, it's a little bit like that. You know, it wasn't this ending of the band thing. And um, it's, a, it's a cool video now because uh, we kill our singer and he goes underground, you know, and he starts to call <laughs> us. <laughs> he calls us to the grave. So we go to the underworld with him. And it's a little bit, you know, the idea that we want to do now for the next album. Because once we 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 finish this concept of, okay, we bury the band, ciao, is the, the last album. Once we thought, okay, maybe we should go on. 
you start to think about what do you do next, you know? And I think that the next album is going to be about the, the underworld, what we saw there while we were buried and dead. <laughs> Beautiful. So then there is a new album in the works. How much can you tell us about this new album that's in the works? Um, well, we have, yesterday I counted, we have 38 songs <laughs> or musical ideas, you know, to choose from. Mm-hmm. We write a lot. It's, it's easy for us to write. We have everything ready, you know. Um, yeah, we, it's going to be tough to choose um, because um, I, I, I like most of it. You know, it's a little bit the the extra mile of this album you know uh, it has more even more heavy metal influence more more guitar work more riffing and stuff like that the drum groups are more or less in, in the same vein you know mm-hmm. uh, because that's the the way our drummer plays he, he's a very rock drummer he's not really a metal drummer you know with double kicks and stuff like that super fast yeah uh, his favorite band is the ACDC, Motorhead, stuff like that, you know? So that that makes a cool mix for the band because uh, we, the guitarists, are a little bit more thrash, death metal, and he's a rocky drummer, so, you know, it end up, ends up being this rock and roll feel <laughs> that uh, I think we're going to go that same way. Okay. Perfect. Sweet. So... Martin, we've chatted about the new record. We've chatted about three tracks off the record, Mass Lobotomy to the Grave, I'm a Wreck. We've chatted about recording, mixing. Did you do the mastering as well, Martin, or did you send that out for mastering? No, no. I sent it to Jarne Halen, that is a mastering engineer here in Belgium. Okay. Uh, what were you I lo- like to work. Yeah, what were you looking for in the master that either you didn't do yourself or do you just prefer to have another person do the mastering? I, in general, I like to have someone else because, uh, you know, when you compose, you arrange, you mix, you are very close to to the whole uh, work, you know, and sometimes it's a little bit hard to make decisions, you know, this final mastering thing, you know, like the cue and stuff like that, uh, you know, by then... You, you, everything sounds the same, you know, yeah. you need someone fresh that says, okay, this is what we're going to do, you know, for the final touch, you detach a little bit from it and then you get it like a week later and you say, okay, you know, I have fresh ears. I like it. I don't like it. And you can take decisions with, with a little bit more like a, a fresh mind. So I, I like to send in general, I like to, to have it mastered by someone else, but, uh, it's not always the case. Mm-hmm. Okay. Beautiful. Sweet. Is there anything that I missed that you wanted to chat about, Martin? Uh, no, I think we talked everything. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> guess I guess the only other thing would be, you know, it's March right now when we're chatting. <clears throat> Normally, we'd be mm-hmm. talking about, you know, the festival lineups. But I, is that going through? Is that happening? Do you know? And. I don't think so, man. Okay. I don't think it's, it's going to happen because uh, now they are one by one. They are canceling. You see, you know, mm-hmm. the Hellfest, the Grass Pops, uh, they are already canceled. Everybody's waiting for Vaken, but Vaken is, is, you know, at the end of the, of the season almost is in, in August. It's one of the last big festivals. 
So everybody's kind of waiting uh, to see what they're gonna do, you know, because they have a little bit more time. But the the festivals in June, they are already canceling all of them. It's gonna be tough to play this year, man. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough one. I expect it to be a more November thing, you know, December, closer to the end of the year. But it all depends, you know, the the vaccine and stuff like that. Um, and, and this thing has to, you know, pass. I, I had the, the COVID, you know, I, I'm just recovered from that. And it's not cool, you know, <laughs> it's not a cool thing. So uh, the, the fact that we cannot play, it sucks, but, uh, you know, it's a tough one. It's a, it's a tough sickness. What was it like for you? Do you know how you got it? What was it like? Um, well, I got it probably from the school of uh, my daughters, you know, they brought it from there. Um, it passed in two days. You know, I had a very strong cough. It was like a knife inside of my chest, like <laughs> from inside. Um, but in two days it was gone. But, you know, you end up thinking, what was that? You know, because it was weird, a weird cough, a weird sound. My voice was like 10 times lower. And uh, I said, well, I'm going to do the test just in case to see. And it was super positive. <laughs> so, <laughs> Not just positive, you know, super I, positive. Yeah, it was super positive. So I had to stay home for 12 days or 10 days, something like that. But I was feeling all right, you know. But I can imagine that someone that has already a condition, you know, um, can be very tough. Or for someone that is old, uh, you know, it can be really, really heavy. So, yeah, you have to take care. So that's why the shows, you know, maybe for, for guys like you and me that we're healthy and we are in, in the age where we are, it's not that dangerous. But then you go, you kiss your mother, and then, you know, shit happens. So <laughs> we have to be careful. We have to be careful with that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, Martin, I believe we've covered everything. So thank you so much for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast today. Thank you, John. Thanks for having me. And uh, greets to you and greets to everybody that's going to see this somewhere in April, in the future. Mm-hmm.